well hello there hello there <laughs> it, i i tried and it, I, the moment it came out i was like that's not the right cadence shit <laughs> hi everybody <laughs> i made an attempt general kenobi um um so katie um we are doing a film podcast it's um yeah you know like we do every um week twice a week in fact twice a week yes we are very productive which is because nice. i have nothing better to do yes <laughs> job what's a um, job um so guys uh katie is talking hi i'm katie this yeah. is our podcast that is lily over there yes not troy baker still <laughs> every week um, every week <laughs> Monday, it gets me every time. Um, <laughs> yeah, and this um, is this is uh, Katie and Lily K do a film podcast. We're actually going to talk about films again this week, um, which is good. Yeah, I mean, you mean TV show? Oh, actually, yeah, that's a good point. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> come on, Katie. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. And um, we have our very first guest. Please welcome <gasps> Tinet. <gasps> yeah. Hello there. <laughs> See, that was better. That was better than mine. Yeah. yeah I can't do, do a General Grievous impression, but you know. I don't yeah. actually think I remember how General Grievous sounds. It's been that long since oh, I've yeah. watched that movie. No. It's very robotic. It is. It's almost like he's part, part robot. What? It's weird, that, isn't it? Huh. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, sorry. I hit my microphone. Oh. Don't mind me, everybody. <laughs> You do that every single time we record. <laughs> Look, okay, this, this, um, this, what's this called? Mic stand? I fucking words. Um, is a bit temperamental in that it sort of falls down a lot. And every time I sort of poke my microphone, it, it sort of, it just falls apart a little bit. So I apologize oh. to our it's listeners who are, will occasionally hear just sort of hit sounds like I'm recording Foley. Oh, oh yeah. Um, I mean, mm -hmm. it, it's fair enough. Uh, my microphone stands on books, um, so it is tall enough that I can actually talk properly. And uh, fun days, fun days. Yeah. Technology yeah. is our friend. And I don't even know what my microphone is. So, you know, we're I mean, working on it. I mean, that's even better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, my audio is peaking, I'm sure. But, you know. It's, it's, it's now all right, I, I, I would say. We're okay yeah. at the moment. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so yeah, before hello, we... guys. It is it is me, your resident um, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man fanatic, and also the biggest fan of this podcast. Apparently, Yay! <laughs> did you guys hear that? I'm finally on this episode. I'm finally on the podcast, guys. Yep, it happened. We did it. Yes, we did it. Okay, now it's uh, time for us to say goodbye. Uh, thank you. For <laughs> anyway, that was a good, good episode, episode, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, I had a blast. This has been so much fun, guys. Um, see you right? on the next episode. Yes. Mm. Take care tonight and, you know, wear my Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, that does. And yeah, stop. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, Everybody loves Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond. Most definitely. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. And and you just told the team to our listeners, um, which is going to be everybody loves Raymond because we <laughs> yes. found out that uh, Tina. <laughs> uh, this, this, this is the dumbest this is, joke. This is the it's stupid. Bit. This is the dumbest bit in the world. It's not funny. It is funny because we are both laughing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah, we're totally on. talking about Raymond. That's definitely what we're doing today. 100%. Um, okay, just to clarify for the listeners at home. Um, basically, I have figured out my theme. 
because they have been keeping it a secret from me for weeks now. Yep. And I only just figured out that it is, in fact, Everybody Loves Raymond. Mm. Yeah, it was like... Because Everybody Loves Raymond. And just... I gave it away in the previous episode. Yeah, so yeah. I fucked it up. I'm sorry. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody honestly, do be loving Raymond. To, to be honest with you, I can't remember why we decided to keep this a secret. I think it was just for shits and giggles. I'm pretty sure we just did this because Thinneth was so excited to come on the podcast. We were just like, yeah. let's just not tell him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, I, I mean, that was the only reason, to be honest. Like, we were just like, ah, let's fuck with them a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's I have joke. been... I mean, it's a good joke, to be fair. But, my God, I've been thinking about this episode for weeks now. Just, like, constantly. Like, what is my theme going to be? But I'm glad to say everybody loves Raymond, because that is a show I have definitely seen. <laughs> um, yeah, I love Ray Romano. I love <laughs> Raymond. <laughs> I'm gonna stop because this. I was gonna say, up. Lily, when are we gonna like drop the bit and actually get into the main part of the podcast? Yeah, I'm gonna say, we've been vamping for ages now. It's been over ages. It was, it was only five minutes. It's been so five minutes, then. <laughs> You're fine. Yes, you're fine. Okay, fine. Um, so, okay, I think we can share now. Um, so, it is actually not gonna be Everybody Loves Raymond, the even fuck? though. Even though I really wanted it to be, but uh, and Katie convinced me yeah. that we should talk about Ray Romano. Mm. Yep. And that's it. <laughs> um, okay, I'm actually going to be serious now and say that uh, then if yes. you gave away the actual part, the uh, the actual thing of the podcast in your introduction. Oh my god! Are you serious? <laughs> How? We are going back to the spider universe and we will talk about Your every single Spider-Man movie. <laughs> Surprise, we're talking about Spider-Man, baby. Yep. Holy fuck, I'm <laughs> freaking out. Okay, in all fairness, I didn't, I didn't even once consider this. Wow, that's kind of I incredible. I didn't even once you're literally caught you've called yourself the number one fan of of into the spider-verse in your like in in your bio why would you not think we're gonna do this for you oh my god see i'm a okay i'm an idiot um apparently and that's yeah okay look that's fine i thought it was gonna be so many things (laughs) i thought it could have been so many things right like barry or um barry or raymond (laughs) But yeah, no. I mean, okay. So you this never thought cool. about that it's going to be into the Spider-Man. I didn't think it was going to be Spider-Man. I did okay. not think it was going to be Spider-Man. Okay. Well, it, this episode is all about Spider-Man. We're doing uh, Spider-Man, baby. Oh. Yep. Um. So we are hope that you are prepared because uh, first we're going to have a few questions just oh, to God. test your knowledge. You know. Okay. Oh, oh, no. do, do you have questions? I don't have questions. So. Katie, come on, play along. Okay. I can Google Spider-Man questions right now if you want. Well, we can certainly think of something. Um, But anyways, um, so we are obviously, your favorite movie, as you say it on your bio, is Into the Spider-Verse. Understandably so. I just got to put it out there. Yeah, that Um, is amazing. It is. Uh, But uh, while we're going to talk about that, I mean, you're going to talk about it because it's your favorite. Mm -hmm. Uh, We will look at the whole movieverse uh, that is Spider-Man at the moment. So um, let's start with Into the Spider-Verse. And I will give the word to you, Tinez. Go for it. Yeah. Why do you love the movie? I was going to say, why do you you love it so much? Um, 
tell us all about um, your relationship with Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, um, status is complicated. Um, no, it's, it's healthy. It's a completely healthy relationship, guys. I, God, I love this movie so much. Because um, I guess for me, like, it's such a perfect combination of pretty much everything I adore about movies, which is that it's animated, it's a comic book movie, it's a movie about Spider-Man. Um, but more than that, I mean, God, I just, I don't know. It, it just takes all the boxes for me on why I love Spider-Man so damn much. Um, but yeah, I have, yeah, I, compl- I completely adore it with all my heart. And I was obsessed with it for months after I saw it. You're quite the um, animation nerd, aren't you? Oh yeah, I mean, so, we could do a whole episode of animation, to be honest. Well, but, yeah. I, I, Chris, I want to ask you about what it is about the. I, I mean, I've obviously seen it, so I know that the animation is gorgeous. But mm. what is it about the animation in this movie that you think stands out against other animated movies and whatnot? Well, I mean, well, first of all, it is just the most striking. Um, just well, it's, for me, it's like a combination, right? Because it's both the animation and the art style that just makes it just pop off the screen. Mm. Um, because yeah, just the art style alone is so creative, so unique, just so dynamic. Um, and I'm all for, you know, unique art styles. Um, but it's a combination of that plus the animation, which is just, oh my God, <laughs> I could just gush about it forever, but it's, it's so chaotic and it's so not polished. And that's why I adore it. Because it's just, it's so, like, this movie in general is so experimental and so boundary pushing mm. um, on, like, a, you know, on a story level, thematic level, but also just on an animation and art style level. Because uh, you, you don't see that very often with animated movies. Um, because this was created by Sony Pictures Animation, right? Mm-hmm. And only a year prior, they had created <laughs> the Emoji movie, which, um, we, <laughs> which we don't have to get into. But, oh my yeah. That's a good point. Movie, I hadn't guys. even thought about that. But like, that's the thing, right? You have Disney, you have Pixar, you have DreamWorks, but then you have Sony. And they created the Emoji Movie. And a year later, they created Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Like, how does that even happen? I, I just, I don't even, yeah. I'm, it's so, I'm crazy, certainly but... curious about what, I, um, because I don't think I've ever looked into what um, movies Sony Animation have done before. So I'm just, having, um, I'm having I a Google. Oh, yeah. Uh, wait, Sony Animation just Cloudy, Cloudy with a Chance meatballs. of Meatballs. That's one mm-hmm. of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. I love Cloudy with Meatballs. Animation, that movie alone as well. Um, yeah, that movie also has very, very cool animation and art. Um, oh fuck, I love that movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is oh, it's so good. But I think so you're, I, I think you're right in that it seems like Sony Animation, Sony Pictures Animation was having a bit of trouble. Um, yeah. Or it's like they they were they had made. A fair few films that were pretty shit. Uh, let's put it that way. Mm, um, <laughs> uh, and then I think Into the Spider Verse really kind of brought back their clout a bit when it came yeah, out because yeah. it, it. I mean, it smashed everything. Everybody. I. I don't oh, think yeah. I've met anybody who said it's a bad movie, which mm. I think is astounding. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it is it's, just it's easier oh, said. So um, um, I. I would just like to put it out there that mm. I think one of the reasons that it's really, really good mm. is uh, the fact mm-hmm. that it was written by Phil Lord, yeah. who, yeah. who also wrote the Lego movie, yep. which was amazing. And, and once again, 
yes and uh, once mm-hmm. again just you know push the boundaries on animation uh, oh yeah because let's be honest when they announced the lego movie i don't think anyone was like oh this is gonna be so good <laughs> or like i i definitely wasn't like that i was like oh it's gonna be another shitty uh, Lego movie for kids and yeah. you know I just I just don't care and then I watched it and I was hooked so mm. oh, I yeah. think Phil Lord is is definitely a key element uh, yes Chris Miller was actually not really working oh, really? on this uh, uh, hang on. I have the information here um, the directors were Bob uh, oh I'm going to butcher this man's name oh, I'm sorry about this Perichetti <sighs> Perichetti, yeah. Yeah, uh, oh, I did it right. Huzzah! <laughs> Directors Bob Perichetti, Peter Ramsey, and Rodney Rothman. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, Miller wasn't in this one. Uh, I don't think he worked on it, but let me yeah. double check. <laughs> so much googling involved yeah, in this. I'm so used to them being like a pair, to be honest. That uh, is just like, I don't even know. Um, but yeah, I mean, God, just on an animation level as well, the fact that they animated this movie on, like, God, what is it? Um, uh, Chris know, Miller was one of the producers. Twenty-four on two. Producers, yes, that's right, that's right. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's it's very unique uh, in its art style, but mm. what really got me with this movie was actually the music. Oh, uh, the music's fucking amazing. I listen to that song <laughs> so much after the. So I don't, many times. I don't even do that that often. Um, yeah. It's only when a, when a soundtrack of genuinely, I I think I mean I've listened to Sunflower so much that I think I like I've never oh, yeah. been interested in Post Malone as an artist at all. But like that song's fucking amazing. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. I'm just like yeah. I have so many stories on that. Like you know, because I you know even at work I sometimes hear Sunflower come on on the radio and I'm just like I'm just jamming out to it because it's such a good song. It's amazing. It's so What's up, danger? Um, What's up, oh danger? Is What's easily up danger? start a riot is one of my. That. I think is my favorite on this entire soundtrack. It's so good. Oh, yeah. Can we just talk about every song? Well, we can. We definitely. My favorite is Let Go. It's just. Um, oh, it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, the way they choose the songs uh, uh, is just so perfectly done uh, oh, that I, I think the last time I really enjoyed something musically as well was guardians of the galaxy mm. oh um, hell yeah so it was like everything just worked like the animation the story and the music uh yeah. were all big pluses but um, the big thing about the music in this film is i'm pretty sure that all the music was um written for the film which is why i think oh, yeah. i think i i think all of it was yeah because there's really? there are specific tracks in here that are referencing spider-man related stuff oh, that's right. quite yes, specifically oh, yeah. um yeah. i'm pretty sure that they were all written for the movie i might be wrong but at least some of them were i will put it that way yes i oh, yeah. i believe so as well um, um but yeah i just wanted to say real quick uh like because we were talking about specific songs like the one song that um because i watched this movie twice in theaters same. Uh, and i've watched it like yeah i've watched it so many times since but um this uh, you know the moment that i hit me the most when i watched it the second time was something that i wasn't expecting but it was um i guess okay spoilers right yeah we're, yeah, okay uh, yeah actually it's yeah, a good yeah. point we're talking about spoilers for all the um, spider-man um, movies <laughs> at this yeah, point yeah. i feel yeah, like we should... let me just put it out there it's been years uh, oh, since yeah. this song came out so yeah it's been I about two hear. years so, uh, years, years, so if you haven't gotten around to it watching it yet you really should get yeah, on yeah, that yeah. do it like, it's why, so why good. um but it's the scene after um it's when it's when miles comes back to his apartment after finding out after seeing peter's death mm. right and just you know he he sort of cr- cr- like breaks down yeah um with his parents but then you get a montage 
and this 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 hit me so much harder the second time but it's the um scared of the dark song yeah but if you see this montage of everybody in the city reacting to peter's death yeah and finding out that he was spider-man and it hit me so much harder than the first time i saw it because it just made me realize like yeah no this is this is why i love spider-man so much because this is the impact um that one person can have on so many lives and mm-hmm. i mean we'll get into it at some at like some point why i adore spider-man so much as a character and just as a i don't know just as a like fictional character but yeah that that moment in particular just hit me just seeing all of the shocked reactions and like the grief just on everybody's faces looking at their phones and the music playing over the background i cried the second yeah. time i watched the movie oh. it, it just it broke me I think um, it, it, there's a lot of things that this movie does incredibly well. And oh, yeah. um, one of them is, I think it, it sets up um, it, it, it sets up the emotional punch of everything that it does very, like, just sort of, I think, perfectly. Like, everything that yeah. they, they set up in this movie has a payoff in an emotional way. Sometimes it's like this this feeling, like the whole ending part where it's just like, ah, oh, everything's come together and it's wonderful. And then, But also yeah, you yeah. have everything that you set up with Spider-Man beforehand and comparing um, the peter parker of of mars morales's universe to the peter b parker of his own universe and it's just there's a lot of great parallels that uh, are okay. in this film that it just manages to set up and knock down perfectly um exactly uh, it's so it ends up being incredibly narratively satisfying which is something i look for in movies nowadays because uh, i'm really bored of watching movies that are not narratively satisfying in any <laughs> shape or form yeah um it's it's just um you know i i have a soft spot for animated movies and uh, oh, yeah. well, when i heard about this one first i'm not gonna lie i had the same feeling uh, uh that i had with uh, the lego movie mm. where i thought that it's it's gonna be for for children like a spider-man movie for children mm. and then i remember that um we were watching uh spider-man homecoming mm. and oh, yeah. they introduced one scene from into the spider-verse at yes, the end yes, yes, yes. and yeah. uh, that's when they convinced me like uh, it was the scene where miles is uh, in the, ce- uh, the cemetery uh, at peter's uh, <laughs> grave and uh, it was just first of all it was funny yeah <laughs> like yeah, let's yeah. be honest uh, it, it was also sad seeing that you know where he is um and and then the animation style was already so striking mm, and yeah. uh, and so there that i was like okay now i have to see this <laughs> so uh, i remember being like really pumped about it and now i am really sad because to be 100 percent honest i never actually got to see it or uh, in the cinemas Aww. um oh, so yeah. that really sucks yeah. <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i, I, I wish i would have it a... took me a while to be able to get the chance to go see it in the cinema so by the time i went to see it i had to go and see it in um uh the odeon in brighton which is near, near to where i live um, and I don't like the Odeon in Brighton. <laughs> like, I just don't like it as a, as a theatre. It's not, it's not, I, I have a local cinema near to where I live that I much prefer going to. It's an independent cinema. It's been open for like over a hundred years or something at this point. Um, uh, and I just prefer going to see movies there wherever I can. Um, but it, I think by the time I went, I had the chance to go see it. Uh, it was out of um, that cinema. So I had to go down to the Odeon and I saw it once. And then I think about a week later, I went and saw it again. <laughs> So I was like, we're doing oh, this yeah. again. I have to. I mean, understandably so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Here's a little 
uh, trivia for you guys. I don't know if you ever noticed this, but um, I have to put this out there because I love this fact. Um, So if you hit pause uh, whenever a train goes by in the movie, because every animator wanted to animate Stanley, he's in uh, every single train. Is he? Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. They they put him. They put him into the movie like a dozen times or something. It's yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, because every animator wanted to uh, animate him, so he's basically there at every single time a train goes by. That is amazing. I love that. Which is, you know, it's it's kind of a bittersweet thing because Stanley died um, the same year that this movie came out. So uh, um, I think it was uh, like even Phil Lord and uh, Christopher Miller said it as well that. Uh, this was his last uh, voice acting role, and uh, you know mm-hmm. he wanted to make it extra, extra special. Um, so <laughs> they is a cameo um, that he actually yeah. like the the main cameo he has is brilliant where he oh, <laughs> yeah. just, he does that really Cardi. like emotional piece, and then he's just like you can't make any returns, <laughs> no returns, yeah. <laughs> no returns. Um, yeah, I mean, it this always movie fits. Is such a um, sorry, it's it's such a perfect like. An encapsulation of, I guess, it's just like a perfect, I guess, eulogy for Stanley in a sense, mm. because this movie just, it just, um, I mean, there's also like a, a little bit at the end uh, where there's like a quote from Stanley, I think, mm. which God, this movie just makes me cry when it comes to that sort of stuff. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I've ever seen a comic book movie like fully embrace the comic books as much as this movie does, and so unabashedly and just so purely. Um, because, you know, going back a little bit, like, this movie, for me, it it is the perfect Spider-Man film. Like, by far. I don't think any other Spider-Man movie comes close to how well this movie encapsulates who Spider-Man is as a character. In every, like, in every way, basically. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just... God, this movie, it just blows my mind. I think the it's... More I, the, like, I can't stop thinking about it. I think it's the perfect introduction to the masses for miles as well because oh, i yeah. think uh, i was only kind of vaguely aware of miles morales as, as um another version of spider-man like i'd heard about him it was like this movie also came out the same year as the playstation 4 spider-man game yeah, which also yeah, heavily features yeah. miles morales uh which spoilers if you haven't played spider-man but <laughs> you should as well um uh so i think 2018 really was a great year for introducing sort of miles morales to like the wider zeitgeist oh, as, yeah. a, as opposed to just like the people who are invested in the comic books and everything and i think if this movie was anything other than this uh i i it, it just did its job in that it, it was like here's miles morales and here's why you should absolutely adore him yes, yes. oh my god yes um yeah and it's such a perfect origin story for him as well yep because because it's just god i mean sorry i'm just i'm not gonna gush on this movie I, I'm well, that's why you're I here so much exactly um but yeah, I mean, just as an origin story, I love how meta this movie is on so many levels because it could have gone with a very straightforward origin story. Mm. But instead, what they did was they used everything uh, about Spider-Man to such a, to such as like a strong degree that um, I love Miles's character arc across this movie because it's not just him becoming Spider-Man; it's him having to become Spider-Man in the eyes of people who have already become Spider-Man. Yeah, and. It's just, it's genius because it just makes it so much more intense. It um, is. And I love the scene. Yeah. I was just going to say, it is a very much a movie about finding your own way. 
because he's trying yeah. to be Spider-Man on everybody else's terms. And then by the end of it, he finds out how to be Spider-Man on his own terms, which is very oh, important because yeah. he's like, he, yeah, he's his own character and he's his own, he has his own, um, he has his own origin story and he has his own life. And it, the, all these things mm-hmm. build up together to make him into his own version of Spider-Man. And like that yeah. whole uh, theme is prevalent throughout the movie where it's like anybody could put on the mask, anybody could be Spider-Man. And this is yeah. just his story in that sense. Yeah, it's uh, honestly wonderfully done. Um, I have to correct you, um, Tinet, because there is actually uh, a movie that is basically completely the same as the comic book, and that is Sin City, uh, which is also live action. Actually, um, funnily enough, um, very similar, Scott Pilgrim is like that as well. Yep, Scott Pilgrim, and then there's um, 300 as well, because 300 originally was a uh, Okay, guys, I see how <laughs> so... it is. <laughs> I think I see what you mean in that this yeah. uh, the essence of this movie, especially in the animation, is so sort of vibrant and um, yeah. electric, and it does the, like, it has all the pop bang. Uh, you got the little... Um, uh, comic book like <laughs> descriptions up in the corners and whatnot. I think my favorite uh, favorite part of this entire movie, and it's like a really small bit where he's like, um, uh, he runs into that security guard and he's like, play down. And he goes, who's Morales? <laughs> <laughs> Not that dumb. <laughs> it's like the stupidest joke. And I'm like, that's my sense of humor in a nutshell. And you nailed it. Yep. Oh yeah. yeah. There's so many good bits like that. Like when he's first, when he's first said the bagel. And that's just like a speech bubble that says bagel <laughs> when he hits him. That's so funny. Gotta love this movie. Actually, yeah, actually, I want to talk about the humor in this movie as well, because I think oh yeah, it's been a while, I think, before I watched this movie that I'd seen like an animated movie that's like technically for children that doesn't like it, the humor doesn't talk down to children. It's still smart. Like it's inc- the dialogue in this movie is incredibly smart and on oh, yeah. point in every sense of the word. But like I think the humor in it is um it f- like it feels like it spans every generation. Uh but in a way that I don't think is easy to nail and they managed to. Uh so I, I it's just I don't know. It's like I don't words <laughs> words. Uh there's a question. Is it a children's movie? I think it... Uh, does it? Hang on. I'm going to look up the, the BBFC uh, rating because I think if it's anything, it would no, be... No, no, uh, no. On your, on your terms, do you think... Yeah, because I, I, well, I, what I was going to say was um, I think it if it's under Universal, like the, the under you, I think it counts. I think it does that. The, it encapsulates that incredibly well because I think it is for everyone. Uh, yeah. I think it it manages to um, be a movie for literally all ages, which I think is incredibly difficult. It is. It's oh, it's definitely. But I I would uh, what I would say is I wouldn't I wouldn't consider this as a children's movie. Me neither. Um, uh, while it appeals to children as well, uh, since you know Mars is obviously young and all that. Mm. Uh, I think the themes in it and and just the storytelling itself, uh, I I wouldn't call it a children's movie. And I feel like that uh, lately a lot of animated movies are actually not 
really for children uh, if we look look at them more closely uh, like for example i saw a very very good post on facebook which is rare but it was there <laughs> um uh, uh, which basically said that uh, we had big hero 6 where uh, the main character dealt with depression mm-hmm. uh, uh, it showcased that it showcased anger it was it showcased loss uh, and then in that same almost same year uh, everybody was like frozen is the best thing ever and uh, I, uh, I honestly like. Uh, there's a meme there where you know the guy says that Frozen is up on the pedestal, and we are still waiting for a Big Hero Six second part to come out when it was more uh, for you know. I, I would say it was for children as well because of Baymax being a huggable, lovely thing. Uh, but uh, on the on the big bigger level, uh, I honestly think that. Uh, a lot of movies nowadays, animated movies, are not especially for children. Like they yeah, are yeah, getting more and more mature. So I would say that Into um, the Spider-Verse is, is not for children. I yeah, but I mean I would mm. I would say that like this to me speaks to like a I mean we're not talking about it because we're talking about Spider-Man, but just real quick, uh animated movies I think um fall into a trap where like a lot of people just write them off as kids' movies. Um and while yeah, like you know, there there are absolutely uh, animated movies that you know, because like uh, the, <clears throat> the emoji movie, but like outside of that, um, I don't know. I think I'd love to see movies like this sort of push animation into a new direction where it doesn't have to be, you know, just aimed at kids because it's it's not a genre of film; it's a medium, mm. um, and people just forget that because you can tell any story you want with animation. You can tell you know, incredibly gritty, violent, dark stories, or you can tell incredibly light, family-friendly stories, um, mm. and anything in between. Uh, and that's what I love about that's what I love about Spider-Verse is that it you know it strikes that balance so perfectly well to where like yeah you know kids can watch it and have a great time, but if you know if you're older like you get so much more out of it. Um, and I just I know I love yep. I love seeing different types of animated movies. Do you think um, the concept of a kids' film has been tainted by bit. this idea that a, like a kids' movie should be just for children as opposed to being like a movie that can speak to all um, the, age groups and whatnot? That's a good question. Um, I mean, I I would say that like there's I I don't like fall you know strongly one way or the other. But I will say that, like, because there's room for both, I think. There's room for kids' movies that are just purely, like, dumb and fun, <laughs> like, you know, like the Emoji movie. Um, did no one at home watch the Emoji movie? I haven't watched it, but I, I'm pretty sure that movie was just bad. I don't even think that was just... Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, don't. <laughs> it seems yeah. bad. I don't think kids would understand that. Um, but, you know, there's also room for, like, kids' movies that do have a message and do have a theme and, like, you know, that kind of stuff and have a bit more depth to them. So, I don't know. Um... I guess it just depends on parenting styles. Uh, speaking of Troy Baker. <laughs> but how you understand the movies, I think that's where it, it comes to a real thing. Like, um, for example, I can say one on top of my head that was uh, a 1989 movie, Prince of Egypt, mm-hmm. uh, which oh, I yeah. loved as a child. Uh, it is still to this day, it's one of my favorite movies. And uh, to this day, I had to realize that it was never meant for children to watch it. Like, uh, Prince of Egypt is really, really dark. <laughs> it's, uh, 
if if we just uh, think about um uh, you know the scene where all the firstborns die or at the beginning where soldiers are coming to collect the kids um and you know it's it's a biblical story uh and while it was presented uh through an animated uh film uh i would never say that that movie is for children for example that movie uh, passed uh with a u um rating in, in the uk it's a it's a it's a universal film really yep it's not i thought oh, it could, wow. when you were just talking about it i was like maybe it's a pg but no it's a u oh okay <laughs> wow. um occasional frightening moments it says <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, as a child, I, I remember that that was part that I, I didn't even understand fully. Um, and, and that's where I think the whole question of is it a children's film or not comes in. Because uh, even into the Spider-Verse, like, I, I feel like that there's kid humor and then there's humor for everyone. And then humor, you know, that's, I think that's different types. And I wouldn't say that Into the Spider-Verse had kid humor. Uh, for example, if we look at it that way, uh, I think um, the themes that br- uh, it brings up, like loss again, and mm. and you know feeling like that, then you know you are an outsider. Um, it's something again that with a more um, uh, adult thinking, you will you know pick up on and mm. and you will understand a lot better. And while it is still really really enjoyable uh for children's to watch as well because it's it's colorful it's fun it's it's um you know fast paced and all that um i i i honestly think that there are now we can talk about animated movies that are just go go beyond being a kids movie oh yeah um and you know that just reminded me of frozen 2 because i feel like that's a movie in particular that um could have been very much like you know aimed at kids and stuff but i feel like frozen 2 more than the first one is was almost like more mature mm. in a weird way like i feel like they really doubled down on the fact that like you know people who grew up watching this the first movie are older now and they need like a more sort of serious film i guess which is why like i think frozen 2 has like more sort of serious music and less like I don't know. <laughs> he said for serious music and my brain immediately shot to Jonathan Groff singing in an 80s yeah. power ballad <laughs> and I'm like yep yeah, yeah. serious yeah very serious definitely not but uh, you know no. I, I do agree like some things never change and da, 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 da. music oh, yeah. um, in Frozen and, um... 2 is definitely very very different mm. uh, than it was in the first one which I That's honestly honest. appreciated but it's it's um, unfortunately I do feel like that it's um, it could have been a much better movie and they kind oh, yeah. of dropped the ball on it um, but <laughs> we are talking about Spider-Man we're talking about Spider-Man <laughs> yeah. I get, okay, um, I get my, I... By tangents and stuff. <laughs> I think the thing I'm thinking of is that when I think kids' movie has a certain, um, uh, well, what's the word? Connotation. Yes, that's the word. Thank you very much. Yeah. Connotation attached to it. Uh, in that, when you think of kids, like some people, when they think of kids' movie, they think of really stupid, like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. dumb uh, movies that are genuinely only Poly- enjoyable yeah, for children. Yeah, that sort of thing. Mm. But I think because yeah. when I think of kids' movies, I think of like Disney movies, and I think of this does is a kids' movie to me, but only in that. It's a movie that I would show to my children in that it's, yeah. it's but it, it, I don't think having a film with mature themes it, it, or in an animated movie in that sort of sense is a bad thing. Because I think you, oh, or, no, 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 no. I, I think it just, I, I guess I just mean that um, 
it's like uh it's not mutually exclusive it's not mutually exclusive no it's not and it's not like um uh calling it a kids movie and having it have all of these things involved in it doesn't mean that it's not a children's movie i think is what i'm getting at i think that the ability to tell a story and have children understand the mature themes within it is actually a harder um uh thing to to pull off than just telling a fun little kids movie and i think movies like this are important for that um oh yeah yeah that that entire uh, thing my brain isn't working today i don't know my br- i can't think of like normal words um i'm hoping this making sense it does okay it does. good um and why i i do agree with what you just said as well um i i don't know i i do feel like that um you know, for example, I have a hard time convincing my brother to watch the Clone Wars series because uh, oh, right. it's animated and it's it's um, it's you know it's it must be for children and everything. Oh, and while, while it definitely has uh, childish themes in there, you know, with the filling episodes and things like that, yeah. but yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's not for children. It's uh, you know it's a very oh, uh, very very much for adults. Um, so that's that's what I mean, like. I think sometimes it's difficult to decide um, how they intend it to be. Um, and why I do agree that, you know, children can fully appreciate Into the Spider-Verse, uh, I think they cannot fully understand it, maybe. Oh, sure. Uh, but that's why these movies are great, because then when you watch them uh, later on in your life, there are, like, so yeah, many yeah. layers yeah. to it that you're like, oh, I didn't see this before because I literally hadn't lived enough life to understand it. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that that's why they're so great. I think technically, if you really wanted to call it anything, you call it a family movie. Um, yeah. 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 I, mean, yeah. I, I could go with that. I, yeah. I, I think you think you, I think you call it a family <laughs> movie, because um, I think it, it, there are there are things in it for everyone. I'd like to honestly. Just the other day, I was watching. Um, I walked in. My little brother was watching. Uh, Finding Nemo for like the first time in years, <laughs> and like within like five minutes, I picked up on so many jokes that I had not yeah. understood before. <laughs> yeah. I was like, holy crap. it just went right over my head as a kid but i love that um there are uh writers out there that can create such uh sort of layered uh narratives and dialogue that uh you can watch it as much as you like as a kid and have miss nothing in the story um you know in in the actual narrative itself and yet um and, uh, and yet there are jokes in there that are specifically aimed for adults and you're like, yeah, oh my god, yeah. I didn't see this as a kid because you know I was five and <laughs> yeah, and I didn't understand it. And, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I th- I just think it's a, it's a weird um, discussion that I imagine probably happens a lot in the uh, in the animation world uh, when they're trying oh. to create movies like this. It's like, what are we doing? What are we trying to give to our audiences? And who are we really aiming this at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I no, think. Uh, I think where it, uh, it stands the whole thing is that uh, I remember that um, even uh, Disney movies, classic Disney movies, mm. have really uh, major themes. Oh, yeah. And, um, um, you Disney know, loves obviously... killing off parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, maybe you don't, uh, but, or didn't pick up on it as heavily mm. uh, when you were a child, but now you're like looking at it differently. Yeah. Um, but what I am. T- trying to get to is that actually now they 
more specifically aimed for adults when it comes to animated movies than they did beforehand. Mm. At least that's how I feel. It's it's changing and and going like yeah. I, I I once again have to pop back for the Lego Movie uh, because while it is really funny for children as well, mm. it has so many humor in there <laughs> that is only you know appreciable if you're, if you're an adult that uh, uh it's it's just mind-blowing because i think in that movie and in into the spider-verse they balance the two ends so well um and that's where i said that you know the two creators uh happily uh had a big hand yeah. on both of the movies that it just worked perfectly like in both cases um i it made us fall in love with an animated movie which for me isn't hard because i love animated movies but you know what i mean like i think it was more to the big masses than ever before mm. yeah yeah i mean i guess i can i can see your point i i i don't know I, maybe there's just a a a bias that i have or like a, a like an internal bias towards how i would perceive these sorts of films um that i maybe doesn't uh you know not maybe not everybody else sees it in the exact same way that i do or you know what have you um yeah. i am look, currently looking at the bbfc um page for into the spider-verse and th- something that really made me laugh is that in the ratings info it says innuendo at the end which <laughs> just got me um anyway into the spider-verse but, uh, it's yeah. a great movie yeah, Spider-Verse. it's an excellent film um yeah god this movie <laughs> I just yeah every time like you know I in think, the background I'm just thinking about moments from the movie and I'm just like yeah no, that's I, incredible that's incredible. Do you know what I think um, another I'm gonna just go off on like some of my favorite points now like you said that um I think one of my favorite points in this film because it, it kind of made my brain explode a little bit in like a, a filmmaking sort of way is that part where um uh Peter B Spider Man gets the um the the doodad whatever he calls it I can't actually remember <laughs> right now uh from from miles and they have that whole bit where they're walking on the wall but they've set it yes. like straight yeah. or is it i can't remember but it just the yeah. way that they put it up i was like that's brilliant like it's yeah. stunning to mm-hmm. look at and it's genius there's yeah. so many moments like that that i just adore like um god i mean it's genius because like and it's like this movie re- like rewards multiple viewings as well mm. like when you watch that scene with um with Doc Ock when she first shows up, which first of all, holy shit! Oh the yeah, the fact that they went there with Doc Ock is genius. The fact that they gender swap, like swatch that, switch, it. I can't speak. The Don't fact worry. that they gender swap that character is just like it came out of nowhere, and I was not prepared at all for it. Mm. But when it happened, I was like, "This is awesome! This is so cool!" Because I just wasn't expecting it. Yeah. Um. But when you watch that scene, she so clearly like knows what's going on. Yeah. Um. And she has that situation under control. But because you don't know the twist or because you're not expecting it, it works so well because she's like tying him to the chair and like, you know, she's trying to do these experiments on him, on Peter B. Parker. But he has, he's completely clueless because he's a dumbass. He's a himbo. Um, he's he kind of is a himbo. <laughs> not, oh, yeah. He's got like himbo elements to him. He's not a full himbo because he's not, <laughs> he's, he's, you know, he's still spy, he's still Peter Parker. So he's still like ridiculously smart. <laughs> yeah. He's just a bit of a dumbass, whereas himbos yeah. are genuinely stupid. <laughs> yeah. But like in the they yeah, they are they um, are full um of, you know pure of heart and dumb of ass. That is the himbo. Yeah, yeah. indeed, indeed. Oh my god, 
but um but yeah i mean there's so many moments during this movie that i just adore like that moment in particular um <laughs> the hey moment when he puts his hand hey. on hey <laughs> says hey oh my god that oh, is so funny yeah, and oh God, I mean, I'm just like, you know, flicking through the movie in my head just because it's just, there's so, like, I mean, I'm going to pull like the classic um, Phantom Menace thing, which is like, it's so dense. Every frame has so much meaning, but it really does. Um, <laughs> not to bring up Star Wars, but, you know. Mm. But no, it, uh, um, and yeah. just to um, link our conversation with other Spider-Man films, mm. um, yes. I think one of my biggest disappointments with this movie which is really not a real oh, disappointment wow. it's, it's more like a complaint is uh, that uh, actually Tom Holland said in an interview that yeah, yeah, he yeah, did yeah. record yeah. parts for oh. this movie and it never showed up yeah. in there uh, and I, I was like um, excuse me <laughs> what they were going to do a scene with um, Tom Holland uh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield and it just didn't happen yeah, I think Sony backed out of it. They were like, "No, we're not going to do this." We're, you know, people aren't ready for that. And, no, no, no. And it, it, did, like, it did happen. It, it did happen. So they did record, but it never ended up in the movie. Which I think it's, it's more like uh, a PR thing. Yeah, uh, I. It, it sounds to me like they they did a thing. And they were like, "This could be funny," but then putting it in context of the movie, it. I just, I imagine it didn't fit. I feel I feel like it probably yeah. felt if if they put it in the film I think it probably would have felt like a kind of an outlier or of a scene like like a really obvious wink uh, in a way yeah. that's kind of like oh, maybe this doesn't work um, for us or uh, why I said that it was a PR thing mm. is because it never ended up in this movie but there are rumors now that they mm -hmm. actually mm -hmm. all three of them are going to show up in Into the Spider Verse too I mean I hope uh, so yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean fingers crossed uh i think that's like the dream of every spider-man fan i would um, like oh, andrew God. garfield to get more time to play spider-man because yeah. i feel like he got cut um, off too soon and i actually thought he was a good spider-man i have complicated feelings on his version but yeah well i mean i liked sure. andrew garfield spider-man i know that a lot of people liked, really I loved, didn't um, i loved andrew garfield as spider-man I like I think... his Spider-Man. I thought his Peter Parker was all over the place. I hear this a lot, and I, maybe it's just because I haven't seen those movies in a really long time. But I never felt like I had an issue with it. But at the same time, I don't think I um really knew much about the character of Spider-Man other than what I'd seen in the Sam Raimi movies oh at that God. point. Oh yeah, um, the Raimi movies are interesting. Um, so mm. I was like, I, I know the character of Spider-Man, but I think I think honestly, twenty eighteen and playing the Spider-Man game. And being able to watch Into the Spider-Verse was the first year I was like, oh my god, I love Spider-Man. <laughs> it's like that, you know, it was, it was, Welcome I think, tw I always think of 2018 as like the year I kind of really understood Spider-Man because it was like, I think you know, I watched Into the Spider-Verse that year. It was, Homecoming didn't come out in that year, but I think that was the year I watched it. Mm. Um, yeah. And it was like, yeah. it was just a lot of things all at once. And I was like, oh, okay, I love Spider-Man. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Now I understand him. <laughs> I uh, I was one of those people who was in love with Tobey Maguire uh, when the first Spider-Man movie came out. Um, and, uh, you know, I hear a lot of arguments where uh, yeah. a lot of people still think that he's the best Spider-Man, but um, I I would like to very much so disagree. I think, because yeah, I think I, Tom Holland yeah. is an excellent Spider-Man. Uh, Tom I think Holland he, is amazing. I think Tom I, Holland, I, I love Tom Holland. and uh, Yuri Lowenthal's portrayal of Spider-Man in the game are oh, yeah. very yeah. they've they've kind of got a similar essence to them, which is why yeah. I think yeah. they are the most sort of Spider-Man-y Spider-Man. 
um, that uh, that I've seen. Uh, I I think, like I said, when I was playing that game and watching those movies in 2018, getting me to understand Spider Man in that sort of way, I think what I uh, came to understand about the character was that he's so sort of up and peppy and he makes all these jokes constantly he's such a like a force of good that seeing yeah. all the shit that happens to him like shit still goes wrong like he's trying his best and it, like seeing everything go completely sideways for him makes it more of like a there's a more of an emotional punch that comes with it like everything he still that stands up. yeah exactly he uh, still it, stands up and that's what i love about him he's so he's he's one of those characters that's like he's so good like he he really just wants good to be a thing for people he wants to make people happy yeah. uh he wants to you know help save people and everything but like the, it, it doesn't stop bad things happening to him which yeah. i quite like in um, the essence of his stories and his character not that, it, that yeah. i like the bad things happening to him i like the way that it then helps develop him as a person yeah um god i have so many thoughts on like the different interpretations of spider-man to be honest shoot Sure. That's why I mean, we're I here, think, man. Talk about Spider-Man. Yeah. Go. Talk about Spider-Man. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like the internet discourse surrounding Spider-Man over like the last year has been fascinating to watch because there are like diehard camps um, for these different interpretations. Like people who love Tobey Maguire and hate um, Tom Holland, mm. and people who love Tom Holland and hate Tobey Maguire. And it's just like I don't get it because I, you know, I don't like I'm. <laughs> unsurprisingly i'm very much like balance, more balanced on that stuff mm. where like i can look back at the toby Maguire era and i can see the faults like what like, i don't think i mean they're, they're very 2000s stretch. movies yes um yeah and uh you know they're like they are they do have flaws they're not perfect masterpieces but at the same time i also really love them like they're great mm. they're, they're, there's a sense you know there's like an inherent sense of just you know like golden age style like comic books you know this is like a very classic sense to those movies that um, that doesn't that sort of changed over the you know, over time because you know movies these days are a lot more like especially the MCU it's a lot more sort of like quippy and you know yeah sarcastic and stuff like that but but you know the other thing I will say though is that like there's people don't give um, I, I guess these movies have these interpretations have more in common than people realize like. The Tom Holland version has more in common with the Tobey Maguire thing that people give credit for. Like, mm-hmm. um, and I will like, I mean, I'd love to plug a YouTube video. Um, but there's a YouTuber that I watched that, um, that has made like video essays on Spider-Man and comparing the different versions. Um, I'll look them up. The channel is called Implicitly Pretentious, which is a great name. Love it. But... But yeah, uh, it's a guy called Leo. He does these, um, and honestly, like if you really want to check out his MCU video essays, they're fantastic. Um, but yeah, the he yeah he compared like Spider-Man sequels, like different. Um, like he recently did um, the Andrew Garfield version versus like Tom Holland, which was I thought was really interesting. Mm. But yeah, and he's also very balanced on it, which I think is really great. But yeah, um, so yeah, check out Implicitly Pretentious on YouTube. Uh, but yeah, so it's this idea that like that I I love the different interpretations of Spider-Man, even you know Andrew Garfield's version, which I think was honestly that man deserved better because Sony was just Sony were cowards when it came to those movies, the Amazing Spider-Man series. Mm. They were cowards. They should have committed. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
God, The Amazing Spider-Man 2 is genuinely a terrible film. But... I don't remember it being that bad. It was bad, Katie. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I just I don't remember it being um, bad at all. I remember really liking it. But... It's, it's, it's a mess. It's, it's, uh, it's mess. the same story that happened with Spider-Man 3. Um, yeah, well, it's kind of worse than Spider-Man 3, I think. Um, I would argue I with think that. Uh, uh, <laughs> Spider-Man 3 uh, wanted to introduce too many villains in one movie, and yeah. this is what uh, the Amazing Spider-Man 2 uh, did as well. It and it is, just it got away from sense. them. It's just um, it it just got and... too much and to a point where it just didn't really make any sense. Like uh, yeah. focus on, on on one villain and build him up or her up properly and then yeah. i can be on board with you like how they did it in the first movie where you know it was it was so well done uh that uh i honestly i don't have any problems uh with the first the amazing spider-man movie um i i think um that's where i i saw that andrew garfield has a lot of potential of mm. being a good uh, Peter Parker and Spider-Man and, and you know obviously that was a darker side to him uh, uh, as well which which was for me uh, very interesting to see because it wasn't really Spider-Man-y if, if I oh, yeah. uh, think yeah. back oh, on oh, it oh, I just uh, remembered something but yeah sorry no, no, go. Just talking. go 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 um, I think the problem with The Amazing Spider-Man 2 is that it, it was just all over the place. There were so many ideas that Sony just tried to cram into the one film that it just suffers like heavily because, you know, there's so many like elements. Like I can just list them off, right? Like you have Peter Parker, you know, trying to discover the secret that his parents hid from him. And there's this whole conspiracy um, where apparently, oh God, and they did a thing which I hate, which is the whole like bloodlines thing where it's like, Peter Parker was always destined to become Spider-Man, apparently in that in that version. Hmm. Where yeah, they like Pete, like um what's his name? Richard Parker used Peter Parker's DNA <laughs> to create the spider. So Peter Parker was the only person in the world who could have been given those powers, which completely destroys the universality of Spider-Man as a character, <laughs> which is fun. Um thanks, okay. Tony. But yeah, I mean, God. But then there's, there's a reason like... for it that it's it's tight. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was never, you know, continued. And uh, mm. Yeah. You know, obviously, this was the first movie where I actually hated uh, Dandy Han, and which is a shame uh, that... because oh. I think he could have been an amazing Harry, and yeah. I think they just fucked him up. Because Do you know what's just funny? This was <laughs> the, the first movie that I saw Dandy Han in, and I thought he was great. Like I really liked it him. It's like I that was why I sort of started looking into his career more because I really enjoyed him in this movie. He's so oh. much better actor than what I mean. I then I then went on to watch um, Kill Your Darlings, which was uh, I think uh, another yeah. very good yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, he's he, he can do like I think where they went completely wrong is how they messed up storylines, how they wanted to introduce these three completely different uh, villains, and uh, and it's like Jamie Fox was there. Like, he's blue. Yeah, and oh, and yeah. you know a, a funny thing with Jamie Fox, I love Jamie Fox, but sometimes he can be a terrible actor. I, like I've, I'm, I'm just gonna put this out there. Like he has uh, genuinely amazing um, uh, acting credits uh, next to his name. Like if I just look at Ray, um, uh, I think Collateral was amazing with Tom Cruise. Um, and then he does a movie like The Amazing Spider-Man too, and I'm like, is 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 this the same Jamie Foxx that I? Yeah. What? Like mm, what the hell is going God. on with this guy? Um, and I think he could have been a really good villain and he could have been uh, excellent 
but I, uh, uh, in this movie, I honestly felt like that everyone was just struggling. Um, oh, that yeah. usually and comes it, down to a directing issue, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah, yeah, most of and and the the way the story was written, uh, yeah. uh is just it, it was just a mess. Like, uh, it is easily, um the second weakest because the first weakest is spider-man 3 because that's just i disagree i disagree it's it's horrible actually because i I was gonna make a point about uh, spider-man 3 because you said that it's got too many villains in it because i think i and i i I think somebody should uh look this up for me because i may be talking out my ass but from what i heard there was like a whole thing i saw about how one of the producers who's like always connected to spider-man stuff is really obsessed with venom Mm-hmm. um and I'll every he, yeah they he he's really obsessed with venom and he just wants to yeah. bring venom into like <laughs> basically every spider-man property even when it doesn't yeah, fit much. which even means that Spider-Man. yeah and he, so he wanted to he he was the one who kind of forced venom into the spider-man 3 story even though it really has no business being there she says as somebody yeah. who hasn't seen spider-man 3 um uh so i think i believe the whole focus of that movie was that it was meant to be like a sandman film yeah yeah um, and that the Venom time. stuff got like shoved in by by um, uh, Ari, which yeah. I find to be fascinating. Um, so Spider Man, yes, I will I will defend Spider Man three a little bit, just because I do look. I get it. It's not a good movie. <laughs> it just isn't. But at the same time, I I don't know. I and okay. So Katie, I'm sorry, Lily. You brought up um, in the Discord a while ago. You brought up this channel. Um, who this guy did, who did a video on um, oh god, what was it? Shaferless Productions. He did a video on Shrek. Um, yes. On Shrek 1 and 2. But that guy, he also did a video on Spider-Man 3 and why it's his... Okay, I will clarify. He said why it's his favorite of the trilogy, Spider-Man 3. Okay. Not because he thinks it's the best, but it's because it's the, it's the movie he gets the most enjoyment out of. Mm. Because Spider-Man 3 is a movie that's so... like It's, it's stupid, but it's also really entertaining if you don't take it seriously at all. Like the scene that everyone points to and cringes at, which is the the montage sequence where Peter Parker dances through the street, um, that seems terrible <laughs> if you take it seriously. Sorry, I'm just thinking about the, the way that they reference that in, in Into the Spider Verse. It really yeah, yeah. cracked me up. Yeah, that was amazing. I cracked up when I saw that. Um, but that scene in um, Spider Man 3, it's, you're not supposed to take that seriously. Like you're supposed to cringe at it because he is so cringy and awkward and, and um, confident. <laughs> But I know that's part of the charm of that, I guess, which is that it's just so like intentionally cringy. Um, that I don't know, Spider Man Three is a, it's a weird movie, and there's elements of it that I think don't work at all, like the Venom stuff. I think is terrible, but there are also elements that I think work quite well, and that it, you know, if it, if it was in better hands, it could have been so much better. Um, and if you know, what's his name? Um, God, what's his what's his name? I can't. I'm blanking on the director's name. Oh, Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi, yes. If Sam Raimi was given um, more creative control over that movie, he would have been he would have done an amazing job. But Sony interfered, and Avi or Hadi interfered. <laughs> he had to go in and be I'm like, not- "We must put venom in this." <laughs> but- <laughs> so now, now, Lily, this is your turn to um, fight me on that opinion. And go. Yeah, uh, it's it's just not working. Like, don't make it intentionally cringy. It's just why would you do that when you had previously two movies that were cheesy as fuck, 
but because let's be honest, they were cheesy with the whole yeah, yeah, and yeah, light like, and everything. Like, uh, um, but in a in so. a Sam in a Sam Raimi way, where yeah. I could stand with it, and I I still can be like, if uh, if I rewatch the trilogy, the first two I can actually enjoy and be like, okay, this is Sam Raimi, and and it's it's you know it is what it's supposed to be. Like, come on. Uh, yeah, but yeah. Uh, as I am watching the third one, like, don't make me cringe. <laughs> this is not like spider-man shouldn't be about cringe yeah. so uh, you're not gonna save that Whoa. scene for me for <laughs> with the uh, it was intentionally cringy no but no don't don't cringe uh make it it could have been it, it could have worked so much better if they drop venom uh, uh or drop yeah, sandman and and just stick with with just one, one or the them. other yeah. and uh or yeah, yeah. i tell you one even better care about harry and how he turns into the green goblin and then i am happy because uh honestly that storyline in the movie uh, could have been so much more interesting and so much more meaningful because it just got resolved like this like oh my god um the butler finally decided to tell harry that uh you know uh, and it's oh oh my god i was so mean to peter i'm gonna go and save him and oh i will die a hero in that like yeah Um... that's that's not how you do it like i am so mad at that movie because it it could have been so much better and it could have had so much potential in there and they just completely messed it up it's it's uh that's why it's an offense because we got two movies beforehand that were good not amazing because i'm not gonna say that they were really good movies enjoyable ones sam raimi ones toby was enjoying playing uh peter and spider-man and mm. here you can even see that here he is taking it as a joke as well mm. like he's not the same spider-man that he was in the previous two movies and um and you know yeah. it just makes me really really angry it makes me more like, angrier than i was with the amazing spider-man too because honestly the first episode also was like eh, <laughs> it, it's okay it's like it's okay. I can I can live with it. it. It it can turn into something good, and then it just turned horrible in the in the in the second uh, installment. And I'm like, well, okay, that's that just went to waste. That's fine. Uh, but with with the Toby uh, Spider Man, it's like you just don't do that. Like I understand you want Venom in there, but then give him a separate movie. Uh, where yeah, and, can fight yeah. with Spider-Man. Well, they did give Venom a separate uh, movie. On. You oh, know that that's not what I meant. <laughs> No, but I do want to talk oh, about Venom at some point. But I don't. <laughs> we I will talk say, about I haven't Venom. seen Venom. I actually haven't seen Venom. Oh my I god! Okay, I'm actually gonna. Okay, I'm gonna just do this real quick. Venom is a bad movie, but it's also the yeah. most fun I've had watching like a Indeed. like a movie in forever, <laughs> which is why I love it so dearly. It's like the movie is terrible, genuinely. <laughs> like the the plot is all over the place. And uh, some of the dialogue is awful, but Tom Hardy's so goddamn entertaining that I was like, I love this. It's yep. great. Yep. You asked me with Spider-Man 3, though. So, oh well. But I mean, I don't know. Spider-Man's just so weird. I mean, I'm glad that... Okay, I guess moving on to like the MCU, right? Yeah, go. I was going to bring up Tom Hardy next. It's kind so. of fascinating, right? Because Sony you know, had control, creative control over the first you know, two franchises, but then they you know, struck a deal with... Marvel and now Spider Man is a part of the MCU. And it's a in part, new yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, the whole um, Sony uh, MCU uh, uh, relationship is oh, really yeah. interesting it's and, and it's, it's a mess. It's it's had some ups and downs. <laughs> Thank God for Tom Holland. 
Thank God oh, yeah. for Tom Holland. Because, <laughs> I mean, after um, Far From Home, I honestly was like, if we oh don't get a re- resolution to this, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Yep, Can we yep. talk about Far From Home for a second? Because okay. Holy crap. Because uh, because Far From Home only came out last year, and I understand if some people haven't seen it, oh, I am gonna spoiler big spoiler time now. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh come on! They had a year to watch it. Yeah, but um, you I... know some people are stupid, so <laughs> we give. If, you're only gonna get a spoiler warning if if it's a month old movie. Then I say okay, but it's a year old movie, so I'm nice. So I'm gonna put spoiler warnings. I'm in. not nice. <laughs> I'm a mean one. Um, yeah, so fucking Instagram. Mysterio is a, 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 oh okay. Oh my god! Can we? Oh my god! Honestly, when because I, I watch, I like watching press uh, interviews. Yeah. I like watching press tours because I find yeah. them entertaining, yeah. and I end up down oh a massive YouTube hole whenever they happen. Because like you watch one, and then suddenly five more get recommended to you, and I'm like, yep. all right, I'm guessing I'm watching the rest of these then. Yep. The fact they were pushing so hard that they were like, Mysterio's a good guy in this, and yeah. I was like, not buying it, you guys. <laughs> Oh and it was God. like that it was yeah. that moment in the film where he leaves the bar and Jake Gyllenhaal like switches i was like yes. oh everything about your character now beautiful. makes sense to me and it was stunning beautiful and, and beautiful you needed work. you needed Jake Gyllenhaal mm-hmm. for that let's yeah. be honest and, like and, he and just nailed the whole thing i think only Jake Gyllenhaal could bring that slightly manic oh, um, yes. element to him as a character um, I, it, yeah. honestly it was like watching him the entire first part of the movie like Something, I mean, I'm not believing this. And I think it's probably because mm-hmm. I know, you know, we all know who, what Mysterio is like and all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like, I, I, I couldn't, I was like, I want to buy into this, but like, also I feel like there's something going on here and all that sort of stuff. So when that reveal happened, it was like, oh, now you make sense to me. It's like, it, yep. it, it's like it, everything about everything before was like genuinely like you were intentionally putting me on edge. Like it wasn't just that yep. I was bringing my own expectations to this. It's a ge- it was genuine. I think it was genuinely Jake Gyllenhaal's performances as this guy. It was like everything about you is suspicious to me. It is, um, and and it, finally when Ibiza had the reveal, it's like oh now I can breathe a little bit better because it's yep. like now I understand what's going on here. I I will give you a little trivia, and it took <gasps> me do. two times to watch it, uh, but I, I did. I think I might know where you're going with this. Uh, so in the scene when uh, they are in Venice and mm. Peter is looking at MJ oh, yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. she's feeding the birds, um, if you look really, really closely, mm-hmm. the person standing behind him and reading a newspaper, uh, that's Jake Gyllenhaal's character. <laughs> oh, no, that's, uh, he, he, was, he was the guy on the phone, but yeah, I mean, so there's this thing. Oh, yes, in, he's, he's the guy on the phone, yes. He's, the, he's, he's the the behind him anyway, the that's the big thing. He's behind him, yes, that's the point. Yeah, yeah. He he does the um he does the classic like Marvel thing where he has a baseball cap on, <laughs> and no one who saw the movie noticed it until afterwards. Right? I love so that that worked. Yes, it worked on people. It worked on me. It worked on everybody who saw this movie because people didn't realize I was Jake Gyllenhaal. It's like the so the, the the Marvel like incognito yeah. outfit is jacket, hat, and sunglasses. And sunglasses. And sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> They're like now nobody can see me ever. It actually worked. Uh, it blew my fucking mind. I was like, "God damn it, Marvel! You did it! You you've tricked done us. it again! You've bamboozled us!" And if you're um, not yeah, looking no. at, uh, you know, every everything surrounding the main character, then you're not gonna notice it. Yeah, it's, it's as, true. As easy as that. So yeah, I, I like it took me to uh, the second time. I was intentionally looking uh, behind him, so mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay, oh, let's true. let's see uh, uh, what's happening." I will say that uh, Far From Home is probably my favorite live-action version of Spider-Man, uh, or movie of Spider-Man. 
Fascinating. Um, I think Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is my favorite Spider-Man movie overall. Mm. But I do think Far From Home, and maybe it's recency bias, actually probably is recency bias, but I do love Far From Home because it's just like, I don't know, I I love Mysterio. <laughs> I just love Mysterio I was so, much. so happy that we got a proper like Mysterio yes. trip uh, oh section God. within the movie. That's like that whole section, scene. I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> Cause it's, okay, I have so much to unpack from that scene, mm. but it's the fact that not only is that scene just the most beautiful use of CGI, just everything about it is perfection on every level, mm. but it's also the fact that that scene maintains the geography of the environment outside of the illusion the entire time. That blows my mind. That is insane. It's such good attention to detail. Oh, yeah. Like, he gets knocked out the window. He's in the construction yard. The train thing drops. Like, everything is just so perfectly incorporated into the illusion. That it, I, I love the attention to detail during that sequence. It's just from beginning to end, you can track how he progresses from the room all the way to outside to the train tracks. That's really cool. And in and out of it, it's genius. Um, God, I love it. Yeah, and I, um, I, for me, easily Far From Home is the best Spider-Man movie. Like I will just put this out there. Uh, I watched cool. it four, five times wow. uh, uh, in in the cinemas because I was uh, genuinely obsessed with it. And I think where they really went on the right direction uh, is how they portrayed uh, what happened after, um, oh you know, Tennessee Snap. It's just, it's just Holy so shit. beautifully done. Uh, and it's so emotional yeah. on, on so many levels. Like, uh, we talked about how Peter is a bubbly, mm. geek very smart character and how he can stand off from big defeats and and you know uh, obviously we already saw that happen in Homecoming but I think here it was even more powerful yeah. because oh, yeah. uh, I think when he breaks down for Happy that oh moment God. is Ugh. so beautifully acted by Tom and yeah. also by John Favreau as well yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that it, it honestly every time I watch Far From Home it fucking breaks my heart. And I yeah. think it, it breaks my heart more than actually seeing Tony die, uh, which is a really weird feeling. But you yeah. can just feel it that how powerful yeah. it is uh, for the characters. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, it, you know, the the whole of the movie, like that scene stands out for me, definitely. Yeah. But the whole of the movie is so smartly put together. And uh, all of the actors are doing such an amazing job i mean the dynamic between jake and tom what well, they're in love <laughs> have you not they're in love i i love the interviews that they had together like i constantly re-watching them they're they are amazing yeah and and it comes through like it's it's just so well put together uh the sequence with mysterious streaks um you know how they like i loved uh the small storyline that um what's his name got it will come to me it will come to me um jacob? Uh, i'm trying to figure out who you're talking about yeah jacob yeah, or not 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 jacob i i will get there give me one second mj I'm not mj um, um I'm flash. To think. Oh, Sorry. oh flash gotcha <laughs> i yeah i love the fact that flash is so much like i fucking hate peter parker but spider-man's good at my book and it's like oh, oh yeah. buddy and, and I, love, I love his his bittersweet story because if, yeah, if you yeah, yeah. at the end uh his mom doesn't even go there to pick him up uh from oh, yeah, the end something going on there this like and they put it in there like it it wasn't too much but if if you were closely paying attention to his small little storyline it is actually genius mm. 
Although I um, say, um, yeah, two two things I just want to uh, sort of go back to. Um, one is that, funnily enough, the actor who plays um, Flash, I think, has just said that that all of that stuff with his parents is just a joke. Like he was never expecting people to take it that seriously, which I think is amazing. <laughs> the fact that people are reading so much into this stuff with Flash and his parents, and like there's this conspiracy going on, and he was like, "No, that was just a joke, guys. Like we were just we, we just thought it was funny." Because <laughs> um, I love that. But then also the other thing um, <laughs> is that uh, I I love the fact that this movie is like it just it accomplishes so much on so many levels because it's not only just a great Spider-Man film. But it's also just a perfect like eulogy for Tony Stark and mm. like such a perfect epilogue for the first three chapters of the MCU. Yeah. Because going back to that scene with Happy, um, the thing that gets me is that like, and you know, this is a criticism that people have that I really fight back on, which is that, you know, this version of Spider-Man is just Iron Iron Boy. He's just Iron Man light. And I s- disagree with that. Yeah, I was so gonna much. bring this up as well, because I don't yeah. I don't think so either, but I think I think it 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 encapsulate it brings this version of spider-man to make sense within the mcu but i think he's yeah, still exactly. he's still spider-man like he's still yeah. he's, he's both he he's, can be both he's like he's tony stark's protege but he's also still spider-man it's like you can like, add this element to his character yeah. but he's still like the essence of the person is still the same yeah and and that scene you know on the on the quinjet between him and happy like that scene is is supposed to be a passing of the torch where he's like you know i can't be I can't be the next Iron Man, and Happy says, well, "No, don't you can't." Be. <laughs> yeah, because no one can. Like, no one can live up to Tony. Not even Tony can live up to Tony. And I just that moment gets me. But then the scene where he creates his own suit, and then you know he, he, they play Led Zeppelin, uh, which is amazing. <laughs> I love ACDC. Yes, I love it. I love Led Zeppelin. It's so funny. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> That's an amazing joke, but uh, it's also an amazing callback to the first Iron Man movie as well, which made me tear up because I was like, "Yes, yes." <laughs> It's the song. Um, but yeah, everything about it is just beautiful. And I just love the fact that this movie just, it, just, it hits all these points perfectly. And um, just before, okay, I promise I'll shut up soon. But the last thing I want to say real quick about the whole like Iron Spider or the Iron Man light thing is that I feel like, you know, the diehard Tobey Maguire fans have this take where it's like this, this version of Spider-Man doesn't, it just doesn't work because it's, you know, it's so much about Iron Man and so much about the legacy of Tony Stark and it's like I get that but at the same time um that's what this version of like this version of the character is in the MCU for a reason right Mm. and when people say that like oh this version of the character doesn't have an Uncle Ben he doesn't have this and that like I'm sorry but did we need to see Uncle Ben die again did we really need to see Uncle Ben die again but the thing is right is that like in this version and my point like you know controversial take but like this version of the character's Uncle Ben is Tony Stark. Like, mm. That's the point. That is the point. Is that not in like a literal way? Like he's not actual Uncle Ben because Uncle Ben did exist in the MCU, you know, canonically. But like, this is like in terms of the um, mental aspect, in terms of like the you know the sort of uh, mythological aspect of you know, like element of Uncle Ben in you know the Peter Parker story. Like this version of the character, this version of the character, it's Tony Stark. Yeah, like one hundred percent. That's and a good people point. Miss that. People like write it off. But yeah, that's my that's my like controversial take. But yeah, I mean, if if you missed that, what were you even watching? I think it's pretty obvious uh, well, from no, the beginning. People, I mean, you say that, but then people on the internet are like, "No, how dare you do this?" To be fair, I had not done. thought of it in that context before, but I absolutely Maybe? agree. No, I had. I mean, I because I don't know. I I guess I hadn't put 
those two things together but i i, I understand it completely and i can see exactly what you mean and i 100 percent agree I think from the beginning where uh, we never seen Uncle Ben, it, it was clear that, you know, he already died. It was obvious that it's going to be Tony. Like, um... Yeah, I guess I just, I, I was, in my head, I was like, well, they just decided that they didn't want to do the whole Uncle Ben thing again with Uncle Ben as well. Ben, it was like, it was like, we've already, we already know the whole story of how he got bit and how Uncle Ben died and a lot of that. Which is why yeah. I love Into the Spider-Verse so much, where it's just like fast forward through that stuff at the beginning. So but it's like we know this if, if you really think about it like um uh, even in far from like not even but in far from home uh when he doesn't want to take the suit because because he just wants to be a normal teenager yeah that mm-hmm. um is a callback to uh the whole responsibility speech mm. uh yeah. from yeah. uncle ben like uh like come on uh this is the same um point that he has to go through uh in the original uh story and in toby's version and in uh, the amazing spider-man where you know it's it's a big breaking point for him yeah that tony died uh yeah. like he, he lost a, a father figure yeah he, he lost the same figure yeah. as uncle ben was yeah and uh, yeah. you know it's i think that part in there is so seamlessly done and so beautifully put in there yeah that i yeah. i just i just bow down in uh in front of far from home uh it's... oh yeah yeah i think i think you're absolutely correct um i i understand i think i think a lot of the people the issue that people have with um iron uh, iron man being such a big part of spider-man's like uh character development and everything is that there are a lot of people who don't like iron man or Tony oh, Stark yeah. as a character, and I'm like, nah, I can't agree. I think I always um, I have, yeah. I always I have loved, I I just always loved <laughs> Iron Man. I I don't like <laughs> um Captain America nearly as much. I don't know that this that oh, seems yeah. to be like a big thing. It's like I like Captain America, obviously. Everybody likes Captain America. That's kind of the whole okay. point. But I found <laughs> I found um Tony Stark to be much more of an interesting character to me. That's just oh, my hot take. Yeah. How dare you? I mean, yeah, I do think, I mean, Tony Stark started this universe and, you know, Far From Home ended his story, I think, poetically and beautifully and perfectly. Mm-hmm. Well, um, until the point he comes back, so. You know. Oh, yeah, he comes I, back. Like, I really hope, I know that they, they, it's likely that they probably would because, you know, what they're, you know what they're like, but I kind of don't want them to. I don't, I want, I, I want, yeah, I, don't think I, want I don't think they will. I want Tony Stark to stay dead. Um, yeah. I want his story to be done because I think we have too many stories that like bringing people back because people keep mm-hmm. asking them for, to bring it back. It's like no, let people be done. And yeah. we already and know that he's gonna uh, appear in Marvel's What If. Uh, so oh sure, that's but that's a different effect. thing. That's a different thing. But you know, uh, once they open the multiverse, which also exists in the MCU, oh, yeah. I mean, uh, it's it's. A really, really high possibility that we're going to see Robert Downey Jr. Maybe as a different Tony Stark, which I honestly wouldn't mind at all because I, I yeah. honestly think that this man can easily do anything. That I, I think if they did wants. that, I wouldn't want it to be as big a thing. Like obviously, yeah. Iron Man was such like a central part to the MCU. Yeah. I would yeah. like if they were to bring him back. I'd I'd like it more in like I wouldn't. I don't want to say like as small as like a cameo, but like a really kind of supporting aspect yeah to it it happened that way like i can imagine being like a peter related thing yeah. to be honest it's like just like um, a small thing where it's like this yeah. is a version of tony stark but he's not actually like the tony stark that we know yeah exactly mm. 
I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not against it. <laughs> I miss Robert Downey Jr. already. Yeah, uh, actually, oh just God, real yeah. quick to bring back to Spider-Man, because I think we need to actually yeah, talk yeah. about the end of Far From Home, because I remember oh God, being yeah. in the cinema and being like, what I, the oh fuck? I, I lost my shit. I was so... I, I like almost screamed when I saw it happen. I think, I think it was one of those moments where I actually kind of sat up in my chair like, what is happening? Oh my yeah. God. Okay, so do you want to just like break it down? Because it is just... Everything I mean, it, it, so well I love that it's they like, made they've made Mysterio, the who's this kind of kind of insane character. Who? Oh yeah. I mean, he literally has a fishbowl for a helmet. Um, <laughs> uh, where it's like they've made him incredibly dangerous, even though supposedly he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, like I, mean, I don't think he's dead. Yeah, I think it's probably it's very yeah, likely that he's not dead because you know that's kind of the whole thing of his character. But yeah, the yeah. fact that like supposedly he's dead and then he he manages to come back from the grave to completely destroy Peter's life. Yep. Um, oh my god! Yep. I, completely. I, it's not just. I mean, first of all, J. Jonah Jameson. I mean, holy yeah, shit! Yeah, I can't believe it. they got. They screamed up. I was like, yeah. I can't I, believe yeah, that I, they I, actually got him back to do it again. Thank God. Oh it wouldn't god, be the yeah. same without fact, him. It's true. Oh god, everything about it was beautiful. Just the fact that like he's back, but he's also like an Alex Jones style, like just, just right wing commentator on the internet. It's so <laughs> funny to me. Um, but also just the fact that like, so like that was already like a hit on its own. Mm. But then the fact that he, you know, we had the reveal where like Mysterio reveals his, you know, Peter's identity, and that that was just the point where I was like, okay, this is good shit. Like the movie already was amazing. But like this is where things get interesting. Yeah, because this is something we've never seen before in a Spider-Man film: is Peter's identity being leaked to the whole world. Yeah, um, but and it... I just cannot wait for the third Spider-Man film. I can't wait to see what they what happens but with it. I hope they don't it... write it away. Like I hope they actually deal with it. Oh, oh they have to. Fact, they have to. Like it's it, oh, it, they can't they leave it like like oh, okay, yeah. it never happened. It's it's not that's never gonna happen. Listen, Tom Holland did not call up the head of, <laughs> of Disney. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He called up Bob Iger and was like, "Listen, Bob, I'm crying, but like, I need, I need you to hear this." Listen, like, Bob. in tears, like, I need. This is how much Spider-Man means to me. But honestly, though, I love Tom Holland for that. I mean, because, God bless yeah, the man. Just, uh, yeah, we we just love Tom for you know for being Tom because Tom. We is love Tom because he saves Spider-Man and also he's cute and wonderful. He's cute. He's awesome. <laughs> uh, actually, here's a story for you guys. It's, uh, a story. I, I, yes, I just cannot believe that I am so fucking dumb. Uh, so I was I was working for the National Theatre as well back in London, uh -huh. and um, at one time I was going to work just casually, and I saw a group of people taking photos of someone dressed up as Spider-Man, and I was like, um, okay, you know, cosplay is the thing, and it's 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 real and all that. So I didn't really pay any oh mind God. to it, and Not as really. I walked by them, uh, like like I was like really nice costume and and the guy turned around and was like hey thank you very much and then you know i just went on and did my work and um <laughs> the next day <laughs> i see that it was it was fucking so violent. oh my god <laughs> hey man nice costume <laughs> and it's this is just it just shows that i am a true idiot so. that that's amazing <laughs> that is and amazing i think they they were able to do it because of the costume because nobody really oh, suspected yeah. that it was it was actually him and i didn't like i i never 
you know, I, I didn't stop. I was like, okay, nice costume, bye. And I just went on to work. Honestly, sounds like something that would actually happen uh, in yeah. New York, being like, hey, hey, it's like a guy in a Spider-Man costume. That's hilarious. And then suddenly you walk away and he like starts, you know, webbing away. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't notice. Um, it, it, it felt like that. I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh my God, I can be one of these idiots that I'm just not realizing. <laughs> Go ahead. I should like, have just that, Lily. Took, took off the mask and be like, Tom, is that you? <laughs> but um, I was just going to say, uh, funny you should mention that, Lily, because um, I don't have as cool a story, but I actually was in Prague um, literally like a month before they filmed those scenes for the Oof. movie. Oof. And I was like, I my heart just shattered when I found it because I was like, I was this close to greatness. I was so close. Oof. But yeah, they filmed in Prague, where like yeah, I went on a, like a school trip for like a week, and yeah. Man, you just live so in depressed. it, live yeah. in the entirety, um, far from home. So. I'm, just, I'm just like, you know, it's just like close calls, but like nope, I was yep. so close to that scene. But yeah, love unfortunate events, I guess, um, and being yeah. just you know blind when you're going to work. Uh, um, yeah. But anyways, man, I love Spider-Man. Um, yeah, so Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. Um, um, God, far from home. I still have so many thoughts about Far from Home. Like, can, um, I just, can I just say, like, one scene, like, in particular, I just want to talk about? Yes. Because it just blew my mind when I thought about it. Uh, and I can't take credit for this, because someone on Twitter posted about this. But, so, you know the rooftop scene, where Peter, like, where Peter gets yelled at by Nick Fury, and then he goes up onto the roof and just sits and sulks, and then Mysterio shows up? Yes. He, like, floats up? That scene. Okay. Mm. So, the thing is, when, and this is what I mean when, it's like, when I say this, you know, these movies are, like, rewatchable, because in that scene... You know, obviously, like if you know Mysterio is like you know it's Mysterio, then that scene is confusing, right? Because it's like, wait, so Mysterio is floating up, but like he's not, right? Because that's just a hologram or something. So then, what's really happening in that scene? But if you watch that scene again, the way the camera moves, it starts off with like facing the sort of the doorway, uh, that you know to like the entrance to the roof, and it slowly like pans over to the left to Tom Holland. Mm-mm. But the thing is, the doorway is open. So the entire time, if you know, if you know, like indulge me, big brains time, Mysterio, like Quentin Beck, is walking up the stairs and out across the rooftop towards Tom Holland. He's cloaked by drones. And as the camera pans to the left, it's panning because it's following him as he walks you know, towards Peter Parker. And then when he gets there, the hologram basically switches out so that it's him. Jesus. And so, like, so when he sits down, so when he sits down, he, like Quentin Beck was already sitting down. So when they're sitting together, that's how that scene works. That's uh, I'm gonna need to watch this movie again. It's, I haven't. Oh seen yeah, this you're gonna have to cinema. watch that scene again. Um, and yeah, wait, there are what? plenty of moments like that. Oh so yeah. So he's he's already there as a hologram, and then yeah, so the hologram is there, but he's walking along to match up with the hologram as the hologram sits down on the rooftop. What does he do that then? Magic. Um, with, with drones, with drones and cloak stuff. <laughs> Um, yeah. So there, yeah, it's, it's, there's literally multiple drones in there. Yeah, yeah. No, there are drones there that Peter Parker just can't see. But then they're cloaking him as he like walks along the rooftop, which is why the camera pans. Because if you think about it, that's a very weird choice, right? Yeah. To have you, like the camera just pan slowly. Is this a proven fact? I think it's. It sounds like. It sounds like a fan theory. I think John Watts on Twitter like did say like yeah no we did we kept in mind the fact that Mysterio was going to be like you know was going to use drones and stuff the entire time so like we did you know write scenes around that 
So I think, yeah, no, they 100% plan this stuff out so that it would work with, you know, with or without their knowledge for the audience. Um, so yeah, no, that scene 100% works. If you, you know, if you know that and you rewatch it, then you're like, oh shit, that actually makes so much more sense. Because um, yeah, just the way that it lines up as well, like the way that, you know, the hologram moves over and sits just as the camera stops panning and, you know, Mysterio shows up and he takes off the helmet and it's like, oh, wait a minute, he's actually there. Yeah, so so there's cl- there's plenty of moments like that in the movie, which I think are just genius, um, especially like the Venice stuff, and you know. So yeah, rewatch Far From Home with that knowledge, because uh, it's very cool stuff. I really um, really liked that movie. I know a couple of people yeah. who weren't as big fan of, of Far From Home as they were of Homecoming, but I think it's a I think it's tighter I, like I think it's a tighter yeah. film. Personally. I, I like it more than Homecoming, and I think like um, sorry, I'm, I know I'm talking too much, but you're not talking I mean, too much. You're fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I um I think like one of my favorite parts about Far From Home is that it, they took everything that that didn't work in Homecoming, you know, as well, and they just learned from it. Like mm. you know, I think a fair criticism of Homecoming is the action isn't that great. Like there's not that much you know good like Spider-Man choreography and fighting. So with Far From Home, they like really upped it. Like especially during the final like set piece when Spider-Man is just taking down all the drones. Um, yes, he's taking down drones, but like he's using his ingenuity. He's like kicking ass, and he's you know it's just an amazing like action set piece right yeah um whereas in homecoming like the action set pieces just aren't that like i don't know they're just not that like elaborate or spectacular in my opinion but i love the fact that they learned from that stuff and they were like you know we're gonna take that feedback on and improve that stuff for the sequel um so yeah yeah i I was just thinking about um oh i was thinking about something i really liked in far from home and i can't remember what it was oh yeah that was it i like the how they um they kind of have that whole latter part of the the movie being about him trying to relearn how to use his spidey sense because oh i don't think God, you yeah. see very much of him using that in in the like any of the, his other appearances as the spider-man yeah, yeah the <laughs> what an amazing joke it's so good um yeah i because I think I think his spidey sense is big has is such a big part of like pretty much every other Spider Man story, um, yeah. and I quite yeah. liked the way that they had him kind of relearn it after being yep. so kind of uh, overwhelmed by grief and everything. Yeah, um, yeah. So like, that... do you do you remember in Spider Man Two when yeah. Toby loses his abilities? Yeah, I think it it heavily referred back to that. Mm. Like if if. Peter is distressed and, you know, not feeling it. And let's be honest, Peter at the beginning doesn't even want to put on the suit. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, um, yeah. So I think it, it had a lot to do with that and just feeling like that he disappointed Tony and disappointed everyone. And uh, yeah. and that's why I really loved uh, what you just talked about, Katie, because I, I've... See, that's why I am all over this film. <laughs> and oh, yeah. and that's that's why I was, uh, you know, brave enough to call it the best Spider-Man movie, uh, even to my fellow Marvel fans who were a bit surprised. But I was like, I'm, I'm just going to stand by this firmly because yeah. I truly believe it. Um, and, uh, and, you know, that these, these little things that they managed to put in there and not being like, you know, so obviously there, but still there. It's I, I just love this in movies yeah, and yeah. and and that's why I love the MCU to be honest because yeah. they give time to their characters yeah. uh, and to their stories to to actually be able to do all this stuff and I'm like hell to the yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. that's I why say. I love this uh, yeah. new Spider-Man uh, with Tom Holland because he's 100%. just perfectly fits in there and the fact that like you know. <laughs> Spider-Man has been in like five MCU movies in the last like 
three years, like three or four years, is just crazy to me. It's like, yeah, like his entire appearance has been in the last phase of the MCU, but he's had such an impact. Yeah. I just love it. Yeah, I um, think um, they really nailed it, hard casting oh, really? with him. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't know if we would have all quite fallen in love with um, you know, Spider Man as much as we all did. Again, I guess for a lot of people as well. Um and I know uh, a fair few film people who you know, love Spider Man. It's like Spider Man was a big part of their childhood yeah. and everything, who were like, Oh, Tom Holland is it for Spider Man. That's 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 we're we're yep. we're sold and that's uh mm. we're done now. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, because he is really good as Peter and he's really good as Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. He's good and, at both. Um, it, and it's yeah. it's the perfect mix. Like I, although I would have been interested to see one more person to put out the Spider-Man suit, uh, but obviously they choose some, and that was Ty Sheridan. No, it was Ty Sheridan. Uh, I I think he is a really really good actor. Uh, he is from Ready Player One. If someone doesn't know him, um, oh, to, to say one of uh, his famous things, and and he went on to do that after he didn't get the Spider-Man role. Uh, but but I think that would have been an interesting cast choice because what works for Tom really well is first of all he's a great actor I'm just gonna put that out there yeah. uh, but second of all he is genuinely lovable mm. just mm. like Peter so <laughs> uh, he has so much in common uh, with his character in real life as well that I think that's why he it was so easy for me as well and for others as well to be like yep I, I can get on board with this because he's actually great. Um, but yeah, I, I, that would have been an interesting thing to see uh, what Ty Sheridan would have done with the role. But um, I guess we will never see that now uh, unless he ends up in Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, I somehow I doubt that. But um, Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, but a girl can dream. Yes, this is true. She can. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, so here's uh, two questions. Uh, for all of us, basically. First question, uh, we kind of did mention all of them, but let's just clarify it. Uh, first question, uh, your favorite Spider-Man movie uh, out of uh, all the existing one? Katie, you go first. Oh, uh, okay. I th I think I'd have to say Into the Spider-Verse, actually. Like, okay. I, um, I, there are, I, th I love most things about pretty much all the other ones, but I think Into the Spider-Verse is such a spectacular film in every yeah. Respect that I I can't really, um, I can't I, I genuinely I can't fault that film. I don't think there's anything to fault about it. Um, yeah, I think it's got to be into the Spider Verse to be honest. Okay, that. Um, yeah. So I have two answers. One is that I think my favorite. I mean, I like look because I love both Far From Home and Into the Spider Verse, but but Spider like okay Spider Verse for me is the best Spider Man movie overall. But I do think Far From Home is the best live-action Spider-Man movie. Um, okay, because like, I just I don't know. I I just think Spider-Verse. For me, it, it more perfectly captures like the essence of Spider-Man overall, like why that character is just so important. Whereas Far From Home is more like, I don't know. It's just I mean, it's two different mediums, right? It's like live-action and animation, but it's also just trying to do more things with like you know trying to juggle like being an MCU movie, being a Spider-Man movie, being a you know send-up to Iron Man. So I don't know. I yeah, so that's sort of my like complicated feelings on it, which is that yeah. Although yeah. the other thing I will say is that I do think that like Miles Morales from Spider-Verse is my favorite favorite like on-screen version of Spider-Man. But my favorite like Peter Parker version of Spider-Man is Tom Holland. 
I'm imagining that was I was gonna say that was the other question you were gonna ask. Oh god damn it. Um uh, okay. Um for me it's far from home. Uh, easy peasy lemon squeezy. Uh I already told you guys why. Um um, so the second question, which did that already answered, so I will ask Katie. Uh who (laughs) is your favorite Spider-Man? Okay. I'm actually gonna go out here and and um oh because there's a part of me that really wants to go slightly subversive and say that I actually think that I love Yuri Lowenthal's version of Spider-Man in the Spider-Man game. Because um, he's, I mean, he's so good in it. I think he does such yeah. an excellent job of like encapsulating um, um, Spider-Man in that game. Like I, I, yeah, yeah. I love, obviously I love Tom Holland's version of Spider-Man, but I think that Yuri Lowenthal's version in uh, the Spider-Man PS4 game is yeah. the one that really yeah. made me fall in love with Spider-Man. But if I had to pick like a, a one in from a movie i'm tempted to go with jake uh, jake johnson's um Ooh, uh, peter b one. parker because uh, i mean i love jake johnson i think he's brilliant but yeah. i i kind of love everything that he brought to that version of peter parker yeah i i, 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 I honestly yeah no i i agree i truly i don't know for sure because there's things i love about pretty much all the versions of peter parker and spider-man um yeah. But I think yeah. those two are, are ones that really stick out for me um, that I, I, I greatly enjoyed. But I, you know, they, I love I love all Spider Mans equally. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good answer as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we need uh, to talk about Spider Man PS4. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's because we are more of a film. We are more of a film. Yeah, to be yeah. But I will say the final scene between him and Art made beautiful. Perfection. Oh, so much crying. Incredible. So much crying. God. Yep. Love it. Uh, Very bold move. Mm. Um, for me, it's it's dumb. I'm, I'm yeah. like, I was hooked from the first second. Uh, and Honestly, I am, I'm, I'm still like, like um, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I, I already thought that he was awesome. Like, uh, when they announced uh, the whole casting and everything. Mm. Um, um, Impossible is one of my favorite movies. Uh, it's heartbreaking but uh tom already showcased that that he's gonna become an excellent actor uh mm-hmm. and uh he did a wonderful job in there although i i honestly think that maybe that was one of the hardest uh, acting job that he ever had to do i think he even talked about it in in an interview um and uh you know i i wasn't disappointed I'm, i gotta say like uh he 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 just nails it on on all aspects, as I said it like before. That he's he's an amazing Peter and he's an amazing Spider Man as well. Uh, so I will go with Tom. Uh, if we look at the Miles Morales uh, line of yeah. things, uh, which is becoming uh, much more mainstream and uh, mm-hmm. much more, you know, yep. in in the fr- front row, which I truly truly appreciate because yes. we need more. Love it. Like- I love Miles Morales. I love that they're oh, they're really showcasing him at the moment. I and I love. I'm very excited for the Miles Morales game. Let's oh, just put that out there. I mean, it looks stunning, and uh, I love that they've gone in that direction with it. I know, yep. like we just said, we're we're not a game podcast, but also Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, also yeah, Spider Man. Um, and uh, I cannot wait uh, to introduce him in the MCU as well because uh, yeah. that is inevitable, as Thanos would say. Um, <laughs> So, but my favorite mice is is mice from Into the Spider Verse uh, so far oh, yeah. because I think we haven't seen enough uh, of him from the Spider Man game, so that's why I've, I've yeah given, I'm, I'm waiting to see. Uh, I, yeah. I I do like what he's. Um, I actually don't know who plays Miles in the game, so I'm gonna look that up right now. But I do like what he's done with him, and I'm looking oh, yeah, forward definitely. to uh, finding out more about him in in the PS5 um yeah. thing. Uh, yeah. 
But I'm also excited to see what they decide to do with him as a character in like Spider-Man, those Spider-Man. Because we, we already know that he exists because we've met um, Prowler as Donald yeah, yeah, Glover. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he has to, he exists somewhere and he talked about his nephew. Yeah, yeah. But at right. the time it sounded like he was quite young. So I don't know if it, when it, it's gonna yeah, happen. I don't know if we're going to get, I don't know if we're going to get him in the MCU considering they're only doing one more movie, I think is what they, um, uh, yeah, the deal that they I struck. Mean, complicated, so, but I reckon that if they make more actual like Spider-Man movies uh, with Tom Holland, but outside of the MCU, that could be an interesting avenue to, for unless, them to go unless down. Unless they buy Sony as well, and then they're done. <laughs> I really oh, hope God, they not. don't. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would for like for them to make them, a... please. Please buy it. <laughs> no, because I think yeah. we, we just you know I've already said that Disney needs to stop buying people because yeah. they're yeah. they've Please got because no, that's when you how you get monopolies and we can't have yeah, Disney owning everything. Monopoly. <laughs> I, yes, I would that like is uh, that is terrifying. Uh, I for one do not welcome my Disney overlords. <laughs> Good I lord. Do. Um, yeah, no, I I would be fine with more competition and more studios, but that's just me, I guess. Mm. Anyway, um, but yeah, yes, I'm excited for so whatever so the future of, of, of Spider-Man is. I'm excited for more. I'm excited for this third Spider-Man movie in whatever shape it takes and what it's going to present to us. Uh, well, I have some interesting theories Peter. on that. Um, yeah, I don't. I I'm somebody. I think I'm not trying to think about it too much because I think oh, okay, it's probably too far, so far down the road. Because we, I I don't. Do they have it? Have like a um a what's the word a release date for it yeah no oh, yeah they do no they, but... they don't yeah because they weren't announcing it's... anything for ages because yeah. like because of the whole thing with sony and um it it is it has an estimate arrival around i think 2023 oh, uh it, the, since Black Widow is once again delayed uh, mm -hmm. until next May, for fuck's sake, um, all the Marvel movies are uh, in the yeah. They've they've shoved everything back uh, at this point. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's hard to say, uh, but we shall see. And I think uh, Spider Man will always have a bright future, no matter you know if it's in the MCU, if it's uh, um, in animation, if it's uh, in the video game world. Mm. Um, Spider Man is just lovable. But just like him, because he's a very good hero, and you know we need heroes like him uh, or yeah. her. Because uh, honestly, we yeah. need the Gwen Stacy movie. Oh uh, yeah, we'd love to see Gwen Stacy. Uh, oh, come on, yeah. Um, and and just to uh, do a little uh, tour in the MCU, uh, I would say that I would love to see uh, Ironheart arrive in the MCU. Um, so, you know, just putting um, it out there. I mean, yeah, that's a, that's an interesting take because I feel like there's a lot of Iron Man characters <laughs> at this point. So it's like, I don't know if I would want another one. Catch me Googling Ironheart because I don't know anything about her. Oh, Riri, Riri Williams. I can't say her name properly. But but yeah, it's um, she's basically like a protege of, well, not a protege, but she basically takes up like the Iron Man mantle. Oh, yes. I remember when this was announced. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. She yeah. could be very yeah. cool and interesting. I would like to see that. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see that because, first of all, because um, it was very controversial when they uh, oh, put it yeah. out there. I hated it. Uh, and uh, honestly, we need more people of color uh, being fucking awesome oh, superheroes. Yeah. So being oh, yeah. in really, 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 uh, as Ironheart and 
and I am I'm gonna be happy. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, I think uh, with this we can end our Spider-Man talk. Yep. Uh, we covered everything, I guess. Yep. <laughs> I think yeah, I think I think we got everything. <laughs> and oh, no, um, there's always gonna be more Spider-Man to talk about. There's but, always uh, more, but um, yeah, yeah. we are already almost at two hours, so yep. <laughs> I would oh, say yeah. that it's it's time for us uh, to you know say goodbye. Yep. But before we do that. Lily recommends uh, comes in quickly, um, and I only have one movie, and I already mentioned it. Uh, but I would highly, highly recommend uh, that you watch The Impossible, which is which should be available on Netflix. Uh, at least the last time I checked it, it was available. I'll Google it. Um, thank you. Uh, so The Impossible is one of Tom Holland's first uh, major roles. And uh, it is based on a very unfortunate uh, true story um, where a tourist family in Thailand uh, caught up in the distraction and uh, um, chaotic aftermath of the uh, 2004 Indian Ocean tsunami. Uh, and it is featuring Naomi Watts and Ewan McGregor as the parents, and it has Tom Holland as their uh, eldest son, uh, Lucas. Um, and I just want to put it out there it's a really heavy movie uh at points it really really hard to watch uh because this is something that did happen and it is it is just unbelievable but uh it is called impossible for a reason and uh if i'm honest it, it's gonna sound weird it's a beautiful reason uh and i'm not gonna say uh much about the ending i would just say that you just go in and and watch it uh, because it's just it's just perfectly done, and uh, I think for me uh, this is where Tom Holland showcased at first that he's he's gonna do great things. Um, and altogether, um, just watch it. Like if you haven't seen it, like just just go and watch it. It's uh, it's heavy. Uh, you definitely have to be ready for it, uh, both mentally. And physically as well, because I cried like a baby throughout the whole movie. Um, uh, but yeah, go and watch The Impossible. And cool. I don't. Know. It is on yeah. Netflix, by the way. I, I double checked hey. it's on Netflix. At least in the UK, I don't know about other territories. Um, yes. Yeah. I think it's in the US Netflix as well. It should be. I can't say for sure, though. Um, uh, <laughs> true enough. enough. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thank you very much for yet another lovely recommendation. <laughs> You're most welcome. Have you seen it? I haven't, no. Um, it's one of those ones where it's like, it, it, I know that it's meant to be incredibly heavy, so it's like, I would have to be in a very specific mindset to, to sit down and watch it. Um, so I haven't gotten around to doing that yet. I will probably get to it at some point. At the moment, what I, all I want to do is watch slash play something to do with Spider-Man, so I might end up doing that today. At some I wonder point. why. <laughs> okay, well, thank you for joining us, Lineth, and and giving us all of your insights and thoughts into Spider-Man. Um, we hope that you enjoyed it, uh, your time here. Yes, it was uh, wonderful. I had a great time. Customer service was excellent, as always. <laughs> Spectacular. <laughs> I mean, and and you know, if there's any takeaways that people should have, is that you should, you guys should love um, Raymond because everybody <laughs> loves Raymond, and that's what's most important. Fuck Spider Man. <laughs> everybody loves Raymond. Okay, and on that note. Uh... <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm tired. You're fine. Leave me uh, alone. We're going to send us off to bed because he's off in he's in Australia and uh, he stayed up for us. He he's needs really to sleep. Nice and we are thankful. <laughs> we're going to send him to sleep uh, now. Uh, so uh, yeah, thank you for listening. I had an amazing time, guys. Thanks for uh, listening, thank you everybody. For
um, but yeah. Coming on the show, you were yeah, thank you. I think I this has time. been a success. Um, I think this is the start of a beautiful friendship. Ah, uh, beautiful. We've already uh, we're we doing go. it again. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we we have to stop now because uh, I. Yes. I <laughs> You need to go to bed and everything. So thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll see us again on Friday for our next episode. I literally have no idea what it's about. You'll just have to wait and see. It's our second guest coming in, so... Oh, that's right. It's guest week. It is. So be prepared because uh, we will have um, a scary good fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. Right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.